0: Welcome to Phoenix Foundation, an episode-by-episode podcast review of CBS's action-adventure series, MacGyver. I'm Patrick O'Reilly. And I'm Richard Wells. And today we'll be tackling Season 7, Episode 8, Good Night, MacGyver, Part 2. The original air date for this episode was November 11th, 1991. It was the same writer and director as last week, or yesterday, director Michael Vahar and writer John Considine. Uh, why don't we describe this half of the episode in brief?
1: Well, it's the exciting conclusion of Goodnight MacGyver, where in last we left MacGyver and Merlin dangling over a lava pit. Uh, right. In, in this episode, they will continue their quest to defeat Morgana and uh, her evil Free secret superweapon. Cecilia super from weapon. her prison. Yeah.
0: We start we the episode them... exactly where we left off.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, they're dangling above the lava pit and the fake skeleton. Right. Uh, and Morgana
0: were, just left them there, right? She yeah, just walked she, yeah, back she, to her castle.
1: She was willing to finish off Duncan, but she, yeah. I guess she wasn't willing to finish off Merlin or MacGyver. Yeah. Um, so MacGyver reaches into his pockets, if he or wherever he's keeping his stuff, and he pulls out uh, his Swiss Army knife and uses the corkscrew yeah. to drill into the wood. Um, I don't know why. I feel like like there was plenty of handholds yeah. that were maybe a little bit easier to grab. I mean, it's
0: essentially a ladder that they're hanging on. Yeah, it it's just, just doesn't have a sideways. foothold.
1: Yeah, and, and... But also Merlin is not helping out at all. Like, he's right. just hanging from MacGyver's waist. Yeah. Um, we get a lot of that, actually. Um, uh, uh, in fact, we'll get a lot of it tomorrow in Deadly Silence. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, uh, so... They're they able to climb up to the pivot point of the platform and kind of rocket back to its level. Yeah. And then from there they have to c- crawl off one at a time until uh, they're on solid ground.
0: Right. And then using, he, he uses physics terminology to explain this maneuver to Merlin, and Merlin is totally bewildered by the words fulcrum and pivot. He's just yeah. like, ah, oh, speak English. What are you talking about? It's like, but, no, but you know these things
1: yeah we're pretty sure that fulcrum and pivot are like pretty old terminology yeah. for for like simple machines like a lever yeah uh but they this is still like the continuation of uh, merlin's jealousy yeah uh for macgyver and just like is like oh you know all this stuff and you don't explain it to me uh and you think i'm stupid basically
0: yeah so he's um, mad about macgyver not explaining things to him and thinking that he's stupid. Yeah. Seems like
1: a contradiction, but... <laughs> uh, so MacGyver is just like... He says that he's there only to clear his family name. That's the only reason he's here. Right.
0: He doesn't care uh, about the Cecilia lady.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm sure he cares that a person is in danger. Right. Um, but he really doesn't know anything about the politics of, of the situation, or... If Morgana really is building a super weapon, yeah. he's just going by. He's just going along with every, what everyone says. <laughs> what, what if the mission was to kill Morgana? Like he, he never even. Yeah, he, he definitely never even wouldn't con-
0: go along with that.
1: Yeah, he never even contemplates like what he's supposed to do. Um, like, what if the super weapon is the entire castle? Like, I mean, like how do you yeah. he, like? He's got a lot to do. Or she's the
0: super weapon. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you got to destroy her. She's like the, she's like the transformer that turns into a gun.
1: Yeah. Megatron?
0: Yeah. <laughs> a useless transformation.
1: Uh I don't know, he did he did all right.
0: Yeah. Or did he? Did he fail every time? Mm. That's week true. after week.
1: But that was mostly Starscream's fault.
0: Yeah, because he wouldn't pick up the gun and shoot it at it anyway.
1: <laughs> Megatron just transforms into a gun and just stays there on the ground. Yep. Until <laughs> <laughs> MacGyver and his friends find it.
0: Yeah. And then they accidentally shoot their buddy. i going to rip, Jesse.
1: <laughs> so uh, back at Morgana's castle, uh, we're introduced to several characters really quick. Right. So we, we, we already met Morgana, um, but she's got two and only two bumbling guards. Um, and then, of course, Cecilia, who's taken residency in her prison cell. Right uh and the guy that's in the prisons yeah that's true there there is there is an unknown person who will there are
0: as many prisoners as guards which is a dangerous (laughs) situation for a prison
1: uh well i mean uh, the better than most prisons most prisons guards out uh, guards are outnumbered
0: yeah that's true
1: they're just well armed yeah um so one guard is played by harry victor and he's kind of just like the more eager to please like He's always going, oh, yes, you're brilliant, so I cannot wait. Yeah. Um, he's always, like, wringing his hands. Like, you just you just cannot wait to see what's going to happen next. And the second guard is the sleepy guard. Played uh, by Mark Holton. Yeah, Mark Holton. Who I think uh, most
0: people would recognize as Francis from Pee-Wee's Big Adventure. Mm-hmm. But then I also go to the character of Ozzy from Leprechaun 1. Yeah. The first one, the one with Jennifer Aniston, like pre-nose job Jennifer Aniston, Leprechaun. But uh, he also plays John Wayne Gacy in the he, the Gacy movie, which is just called Gacy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I said Gacy a lot in that sentence. Yeah. And uh, he also plays a character called Chubby in Teen Wolves 1 and 2, which I didn't realize anyone from the first one came back for the second one. I just... Right, right. Basically, everything I know about Teen Wolf 2 is that the title has the word 2 spelled T-O-O, like it's some sort of... Dumb and Dumber spinoff. I don't understand why it's T-O-O. Like, look, I'm also a Teen Wolf.
1: (laughs) And it was Jason um, Bateman, right?
0: Right, yeah. And so the two things I remember about it were that the title doesn't make sense and that he spends the first like 15 minutes of the movie in wolf form surfing on the top of a car, which (laughs) is just like, wait, why is he already in wolf form? I don't understand. (laughs) Isn't he trying to keep it a secret that he's a Teen Wolf?
1: No, Teen Wolves are all the rage now.
0: Yeah. But have you ever seen that? I should put it in the show notes. There's a really funny clip when uh, when Wolverine got leaked by Fox. Mm. And someone was like, oh, I just found this cut of Wolverine. And then it just was footage of Teen Wolf standing on top of the car, like surfing on it. And then the helicopter shoots it with a missile and it explodes. And you see him go flying off the top. But they edited the, the footage from Wolverine together with this Teen Wolf clip really well. It's just a really <laughs> solid match, but if I can find it, I'll put it up on the show.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Um, um, yeah. And there's a, there's
0: another character here, though we should mention Sir Gallumet.
1: Yeah, who
0: yeah. Uh, we never I don't know that we see any other characters that aren't already named and and credited as a cast mm-hmm. member, but um, there's a character on the IMDb page at least uh, called Sir Gallumet, who is played by Scott Shaw. And, and his IMDb credits are bonkers.
1: Yeah, his whole he's a filmmaker, musician, director, writer, producer. He he is amazing.
0: And, and you said he has a website too, right? Yeah. Maybe I should throw a link to that up on the show notes also. But here's a, here's just a sampling of the, his IMDb credits that I that I wrote down. And this is just going like from the most recent down for a while. Um <laughs> Max Hell Frog Warrior, A Zen Rough Cut, Outside Through the Labyrinth, which is just a bizarrely clunky title. Yeah. Which uh, also applies to A Space in the Time 2, (laughs) Uh, Samurai Johnny Frankenstein Black and White, Rock and Roll Cops Light. There's like four elements to each of these titles so that Mm -hmm. it's just like... uh, uh, what do we have? Guns of El Chupacabra 3, The Lost Interviews. <laughs> it sounds like a, a bad Blair Witch sequel. Yeah. <laughs> the Lost Interviews. Pocket Ninjas, which I assume is some sort of Pokemon ripoff. <laughs> Legend of the Rollerblade 7. Atomic Samurai. Samurai Vampire Bikers from Hell. Yeah. And apparently he's also credited as an as an he's not credited. Actually, on IMDb specifies he is an uncredited Cyberdyne tech in Judgment Day. But that, I mean, that could be the same as his credit in this episode, which seems to be potentially fabricated. It's kind of like the beginning from season one. The the guy (laughs) whose credits extended far beyond his actual appearances on the show. If any. Yeah. Uh,
1: But, uh, uh, yeah, it's pretty amazing. Like, because... I think that we only see these characters throughout the episode yeah. that that we've now just listed, with the exception of one who will be revealed later. But because when they return back, unless he's someone who's back in the modern in the present time, day,
0: named Sir Galumet, yeah, yeah, or the dog is named Sir Galumet, and there was a guy playing it.
1: Oh, there maybe. you go. Yeah. Otherwise, or or maybe it was a cutscene Maybe there that's was like, possible a, too. like a gate guard or something like that that was never shown or yeah. something. Yeah.
0: If, the, if the listeners recall a character that made an appearance here that we're forgetting, please let us know.
1: Yeah, because sometimes these cuts of the Netflix versions are different.
0: Yeah, yeah that's true. Maybe there's another fifth act situation.
1: Uh, so Morgana heads up to Cecilia's uh, cell to kind of tease her about being her first target of the new weapon. Uh, and, and of course, this is like the first time meeting Cecilia that we, um you know, we've only been talking about her from the first episode. Yeah. Um, and now, uh, we cut back to, we're going to be cutting back and forth, but, so in the caves, Merlin is basically getting drunk. Right. Like, he's like, keeps sipping from this giant wine pouch and He's mac- still just
0: being a big dick to MacGyver too.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, MacGyver is telling him that uh, you know drinking is just going to make you more thirsty and more tired than if you were just drinking water
0: and even though he keeps trying to get both of them killed he's just like don't tell me what to do MacGyver I know what I'm doing I I don't care if you think you're an expert about everything
1: yeah Morgana is laying out her plan to one of her guards as if as if she didn't know her plan already and as if she felt it was really important for this guard to know yeah cuz she just like leaving
0: question marks at the end of it like uh ah, yeah. what do you think of
1: that? He's like today Camelot tomorrow the world. <laughs> yeah. Like um, she's
0: leaving it open for like a, a vote.
1: Yeah. Um but of course even once the guard goes oh yes yes is like oh you have no idea what I'm talking about. It's like oh, why yeah. are you telling him? Like, just don't tell him. Like,
0: and the fact that she can't overtake four people in her castle is not a good sign for taking over the entire planet.
1: Yeah, exactly. And she killed the only capable person that she had on her side.
0: Yeah, uh, she just kicked him into the lava for no reason. I guess the only reason is because he said that he was going to lie to Morgana about how how they had the, died or something. I yeah, I guess
1: like I guess how King Arthur had died, like lied yeah. to her about it. But I mean even so yeah like you need you need a fighter and clearly these two guards aren't going to be good enough to do anything yeah.
0: he's the reason that macgyver and merlin were dangling over a lava pit when you left them
1: yeah had you had finished them as easily as you finished duncan <laughs> yeah
0: uh but and i i made the point earlier too that that um Duncan seems like he would actually be more persuaded by MacGyver having saved his life so many times than Merlin is like Merlin's just being such a huge jerk. And yeah, if, if MacGyver had made the same effort to like save Duncan from getting hurt so many times, then I feel like Duncan would have been like, Oh, this guy's actually a good guy. I should start listening to what he says. I I'm gonna switch my allegiances.
1: Yeah, like if, if uh Duncan had grabbed hold of Merlin on his way down. Yeah,
0: when they when they were falling into the pit, then yeah. I guarantee you he would have been more on MacGyver's side than Merlin ends up.
1: Yeah. As MacGyver and Merlin are making their way through the caves, um, they come across a dog mm-hmm. that has a very non threatening mask on right. its head.
0: It's like a bad dog Halloween costume.
1: Yeah. Um it it's chained up to the wall and it's coming like barreling at them just growling and barking and Merlin immediately thinks it's some kind of demon. Yeah. Uh for some reason. It, it it's as if in this time no one has ever put clothes on an animal. Uh, but it's ever. also weird that he's like
0: kind of a professional charlatan and he still falls for these traps so easily.
1: Yeah. Uh, Merlin tries some flash powder and it doesn't work. So I love his next plan. He pulls out a throwing knife yeah. and he's getting ready to take aim at the dog. And he tells MacGyver, "Don't worry, I used to be pretty good at this, as if <laughs> like he used to be a, like a knife thrower like back in the day."
0: I'm gonna nail this dog with this knife. <laughs> yeah,
1: which is really their best plan. That yeah. this, this is the best thing that they could do right now. Yeah, um, but they're but not MacGyver... done
0: with terrible plans.
1: Yeah. Um, but MacGyver convinces him not to, but does not come up with an alternative plan. Yeah. Um, so instead Merlin now starts covering himself in, uh, like
0: the bog of eternal stench.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's he's just like, there's some kind of slime pit and he's just covering himself up in it. But, uh, MacGyver says, no, I don't want to do that.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, and it doesn't work anyway. It just makes the dog angrier.
1: Yeah. Somehow it makes the dog angry. Yeah. Um, But so MacGyver takes the king's amulet that he gave him, which is basically just a hollow tube. And he starts to kind of like smash it a little bit and then cut a notch into it. And then using the note that's inside of it, kind of uses it to create a a dog whistle. Right. And so he's trying to find the right pitch that will actually turn the dog away. Which As
0: with every movie or television dog whistle, there's one person who's never heard of it and thinks that. It's broken.
1: Yeah. Um, did we get also that in slow death? Did we get the? Wom- it was like, a horse whistle. Yeah.
0: But yeah, it's kind of the same thing.
1: So MacGyver, uh, of course, is being like insulted by Merlin. Like it's like invisible music. I've never heard of it. You know, like I don't yeah. understand. Like once again, I don't understand what you're doing. You're crazy. But of course, yeah. then the dog. Charges at them, it breaks loose from his chains, and but MacGyver manages to find the right pitch at the last second, which uh, just causes the dog to turn and run away. Yeah. Um, I actually don't know what the effects of a dog whistle are on a dog. Like, does it make them run away, or does it make them, like, sit, or like, does it confuse yeah, I them? Yeah, guess,
0: I guess it doesn't seem like it would be painful. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe it is. But yeah, that is weird. That he just turns around and leaves because
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think usually those are supposed to be a way to summon the dog to you
1: right I, I or at least I don't Get know its attention like, yeah uh, I thought it was he that's what they were just going to subdue the dog just yeah. like all right now you're calm and or he just
0: finds the perfect pitch for the dog's head to just explode <laughs> or he can somehow play like the brown note or I was that. just
1: gonna say the brown note <laughs>
0: And the dog's like, I don't understand what's happening to my body. I'm out of here. (laughs) 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 That's our Mac facts for today, the brown note. (laughs) Go ahead and look that up. I'm not even going to discuss it any further.
1: (laughs) Uh, Back in Morgana's castle, uh, she's uh, getting closer to discovering her formula by mixing these powders together. And that's when the guard comes in, the, the bumbling guard, comes into uh, her, her laboratory with the dog, Zeus. Yeah. Uh, as she calls it.
0: Is the dog's name Zeus?
1: That's fine. Yeah. Um, Where,
0: where'd Apollo go? <laughs>
1: <laughs> or how about Cerberus, you know, like to be more in line with uh, the mythology.
0: Yeah, but the two dogs from, from Magnum are Zeus and Apollo.
1: Oh, are they? Yeah.
0: Okay. The, ones, the dogs that Higgins keeps on the, on the property.
1: Um, I've watched an embarrassingly little of Magnum PI.
0: Well, it dropped off of Netflix, which is very disappointing because I had only just gotten into it. I watched like maybe the first like ten episodes, and I was like, "This mm. is a freaking great show!" And then yeah. it, it it disappeared like right after that. And I came back to it a few months later. I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna watch more Magnum." And I was like, "Well, it's gone. All of it's gone."
1: Netflix is so fickle sometimes. Yeah, it's like what what would be the purpose of not continuing to have your license and your product shown on Netflix?
0: Yeah. Like who told the people in charge of Magnum, like, look, you don't want that Netflix money.
1: Yeah. You're selling
0: plenty of DVDs. (laughs) People are all about the DVDs lately.
1: Wait till you see what the VHS is going to be like.
0: Yeah. Uh, hold on. I did that backwards.
1: (laughs) Uh, so, uh, Morgana realizes since the dog got loose that someone must be coming. Right. Although I would have thought the opposite. I would have thought since the dog got loose, it probably mauled someone to death, and that's why it that's got true. loose. That's true. If
0: the chain came loose from the wall, then there shouldn't be anyone coming.
1: Yeah. Because the dog probably broke, broke loose to attack whoever yeah. was coming.
0: Also, why was it even chained up if you wanted it to attack people?
1: Yeah. Like, couldn't you just walk around it? Yeah. Um, so, uh as Merlin and MacGyver approach the castle, um, uh, Merlin starts to like, to have like a little bit of doubts in himself, but MacGyver gives him a pep talk. Yeah. Uh, basically letting him know that he's going to be the greatest wizard of all time.
0: Yeah. He tells him he's going to go down in history as a great, great magician. Mm-hmm. That I think 50, 50 people believe was an actual person.
1: Yeah. Uh, maybe even 60, 40. Yeah. Against.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: But, uh, um, it was like on the Simpsons when, uh, Homer's having trouble dis- discerning reality. So the doctor's giving him like a test and he's are like, like showing people like real, real. And then he shows a picture of Robin Hood r- real. And then he was like, Oh, I'm sorry, Homer. More r- recent evidence shows that Robin Hood probably did not exist and starts shocking him. <laughs> <laughs> so they get to the front gate, which it is unguarded, um, uh, but it's locked. Yeah. And uh, Merlin pulls out a like broad, flat piece of metal, much like a credit card,
2: right. and uses it
1: to jiggle the lock open. Right. Um, of which MacGyver is very impressed and says, I always wondered who invented that. But we still don't know that Merlin invented it, just that he's doing it.
0: Yeah, as far um, as I know, it was invented by a very slim guy named Jim. <laughs> and he was snapping into doors.
1: Snap into a slim Jim. And into people's cars.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> Snap into a Porsche.
1: <laughs> it always seems so much easier in GTA, where you just,
0: you just you just open the door.
1: You just open right the in. door, and the car is yours. Nobody it's amazing. They, doors. They leave the keys in there, and then yeah. as long as you pull into an alley, the cops don't find you.
0: Yeah. That is weird that none of the car doors are locked in that whole game. Yeah. Like just have an animation of him like. Punching an elbow through the window to open the door.
1: Well well sometimes you do that, but I but when you're with a when there's a passenger in the car, it's always unlocked.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Like but I always drive Because when car. I
0: steal cars in real real life that have passengers in them, usually they wouldn't be locked in the car.
1: Well uh well but the drivers if there's a driver my car's <laughs> lock on my doors lock automatically when I get in my car. Oh, do they? Yeah, when I start driving they the the doors just lock immediately.
0: Is that why the time I tried to carjack you, it didn't work very well nah. and you just drove off?
1: <laughs> I was wondering why you were shouting at me.
0: Yeah. Well, I thought I could elbow your window out, and that, that did not go well either. <laughs> so, I need to bill you for that, by the way.
1: I signed your cast. That's all you're going to get.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sell the cast when you're famous.
1: Uh, so, MacGyver heads in, and they bypass the first guard immediately because he's either pretending to sleep... Or really is asleep. I'm not certain because he doesn't even seem to notice that they're inside.
0: I think he is asleep.
1: Um, but they make their way to Morgana's uh, lab. And they find that MacGyver realizes that all the chemicals that are in this room are the compounds to make gunpowder. Yeah. And that Morgana has invented gunpowder well before the the what he, he says the Chinese. Um, uh, but and I still don't know if it's well before... I think we established in the last episode that this, based on MacGyver's math, this is the the year 300 BC.
0: Yeah. Which is way wrong.
1: Yeah. I Um, wish he
0: had said something like, this isn't supposed to be invented for another six million years. (laughs) (laughs) What? No. Uh,
1: They hear Cecilia calling uh, for help in the next room, but mostly just, she's calling to one of the guards who's imprisoned her for help for water. Yeah. Because she's very thirsty. Uh, MacGyver and Merlin uh, sneak up on the guard, and Merlin has a plan to, a, a special spell to knock him out that's centuries old. Right. And just clobbers him with a blackjack.
0: Yeah. He probably could have used that same thing that they used to jimmy the door open.
1: Yeah. But against the guy's neck.
0: Yeah. He <laughs> just jimmy his head off. <laughs> <laughs> Just, Just gonna... pushes it right into the neckline.
1: Yeah, there you go.
0: <laughs> Centuries old trick. It's called decapitation.
1: He He'll be sleep liking. for hours. Uh, so they rescue Cecilia, but Cecilia is refusing to leave because she she says that she's only been spared Morgana's uh, evil because of Ian Ivor, who is in the cell next door. Yeah. And she hasn't heard from him because I guess he's either been... He either died or he's knocked out, and she needs to verify which. Yeah. So they find him in the next cell. They find Ian chained up to the wall. He hasn't been given food or water in in days, according to Cecilia. Um, this actor, William Bassett, uh, was not credited in this episode. That's weird. Uh, uh, and and he has the speaking part, like they because yeah. as they take him down.
0: And he this starts, is not Scott Shaw.
1: Yeah. No. Not Scott Shaw. Um, I, I, would, I ver- had to verify because I looked the guy up, William Bassett, yeah. and, uh, and I found like his prof- IMDb profile picture, which is like, yeah, that, that looks like this guy. Yeah. Um, he's mostly a voice actor, um, does a lot of voice acting on a lot of video games and TV shows. But Ian tells MacGyver that he needs someone to tell his son that, that they're not villains, that they never worked for Morgana, that it's all lies, which right. MacGyver already knew. Um and when McGyver. Well says, he was
0: trusting Colmini's yeah, uh, that's true. specialty to determine that that this information had been historically proliferated, that everyone right. knows that they weren't bad guys now.
1: Um so Ma tells MacGyver to tell his son that uh that to to, to be proud, not to be ashamed. Yeah. But when McGyver he says,
0: Hey, I I heard a rumor. that two people named Ian in my ancestry had kids with the same name as me. What is your son's name?
1: Yeah. And the guy Uh, passes away. Yeah. Maybe I should have shortened that question. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, so I heard in my family history, uh uh uh-huh, uh-huh, that uh, there were other people named Ian. Uh, Yeah, yeah, okay. uh, Okay, I'm following
0: (laughs) you so far. (laughs) (laughs) Now, a lot of them have the same name as me. Okay, So, why are you hesitating to say your name? Well, I just... I want to see if you got it right first. Is is this a quiz? What are you... (laughs) I'm dying, you idiot. You think I don't know my son's name, you asshole?
1: (laughs) I'm I'm dying just to spite you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm done with this question.
1: (laughs) Uh... (laughs) Did you ever, this is a weird non sequitur, but did you ever see the Key and Peele sketch, the awesome Hitler story?
0: I don't know if I did.
1: <laughs> Where it's like, this, uh, Ty, uh, Ty Burrell plays like this German officer who's just like killed these American soldiers. Uh, Play uh, and that Keegan Michael Key is one of the soldiers, who's, but he's he's the only one who survived the shootout, but yeah. he's pretending to be dead. Yeah, but he 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 died in su- he pretended to die in such a way that's very uncomfortable, like with his eyes open, and and uh, <laughs> Jordan is uh, like another German officer, and he keeps seeing that Keegan like keeps closing his eyes and wincing and trying to get more comfortable as he's dead, as, as Ty Burrell <laughs> is attempting to convey this story of when he met Hitler at the grocery store, <laughs> 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 and he keeps trying to interrupt the story to tell him that this guy's still alive. He's like, oh, I'm sorry do you have a better hitless story? <laughs> <laughs> but it just reminded me like of like, cause he keeps like shuffling to get more comfortable and yeah. like leans up against another body. He's he keeps got, pulling like, out, he like,
0: pulls like a pillow behind him.
1: Yeah. He pulls out like a piece of chocolate to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a really crazy sketch.
0: <laughs> All right. That's going in the show notes too then.
1: <laughs> uh uh, so Cecilia tells MacGyver that uh, Ian said, apparently he had said, that he left a message for his son in the cell somewhere. Right. And they find a unusually suspicious sticky substance on the wall. Well, the,
0: yeah, it's not blood. It's, <laughs> it's kind of a translucent, slimy fluid that he's written all over the wall with. It's not very clear. Yeah. But I also don't understand why they're sitting around waiting for this message when really... They already have the message, and they know who they're supposed to give it to. Mm -hmm. They just need to follow up with other people to see who this Ian guy's kid was. Right. But they decide they're going to risk their lives and waste their last match to determine whether or not this guy has the same name as MacGyver, who refuses to announce to the room what his first name is.
1: Right. Uh, So MacGyver uses some of uh, Morgana's gunpowder and uh, dusts the uh, fluid... Uh, right. With it, and then he lights it on fire with a match, as you said, but it doesn't burn like gunpowder burns. It 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 just burns like like it's flu like a lighter fluid. Yeah. Um, gunpowder should like spark and burn off because if a bullet, if you loaded this gunpowder into a bullet into a shell, and yeah. it just burns like like a wick.
0: It just smolders behind it, like you dropped a bullet on a candle.
1: Yeah, it just makes the gun incredibly hot.
0: Yeah. And then you just dump the bullet out onto the person you want to kill and hope that it burns through their skin.
1: Like, is that hot? Yeah, it's kind of hot, I guess.
0: I <laughs> should have cool. waited longer. Hold on, let me reload my gunpowder.
1: <laughs> it kind of cooled on the way down.
0: <laughs> That's my bad.
1: Uh, yeah, so the... But the message is in some foreign language, it appears. Yes. Or is backwards. A foreign language
0: that we recognize very quickly as yeah. just being written backwards, which mm-hmm. is the old Leonardo da Vinci trick.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a mirror writing. And luckily, uh, luckily, uh, actually, Cecilia has maintained her outfit because they use it a lot. Yeah. Um, she has a silver barrette in her hair, and uh, MacGyver asks for some uh, Spirits of Hearts Horn, uh, which we know as Ammonia right uh to uh polish the silver i like that MacGyver knows all the old alchemist names for things yeah 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 cuz uh that 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 comes up a lot in this in both these episodes um and uh he polishes the silver uh to a mirror shine so he can read the message which again you could read without it yeah, once you, you know that it's written backwards. yeah you could just look at the
0: letters and figure out what they say backwards
1: yeah also, um,
0: did this guy write this without a mirror? Because it doesn't seem like there was already a mirror in the cell, so he must have right. just eyeballed it himself. Yeah, no which is impressive. why they shouldn't be able to read it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so MacGyver again reads the whole message, which is the, pretty much what Ian Ivor told him: like to be proud, yeah. not not to be ashamed, to do service to others. Um, and then it comes to you know my son. And MacGyver's first name, right. which I think we've kept secret so far, uh, so here it is—the big reveal, finally, right. after seven seasons.
0: Three, two, one. Angus. Angus,
1: uh, Angus MacGyver, everybody. Right. Uh, if you didn't know, now you know. Uh, uh, It's—they've only brought it up like. We, well, I think we've only had the one in Lost Amadeus, right? That's the only time they've ever said, whoa, that's your name? Yeah. Otherwise, everyone just questions why he doesn't go by his first name. They yeah, said, we've
0: even read obituaries that just said MacGyver before.
1: Yeah. Well, that, that one was written by Murdoch, though.
0: That's true. <laughs> the, the also singularly named Murdoch.
1: Mm, uh,
0: what if his first name is Angus
1: also? Oh, boy. Now, he would be like the opposite, though stacy <laughs> i would love it that if murdoch had like a, an overly female name
0: well because macgyver's name was stacy on the pilot oh was it and then they for some reason never used any of the shots where people said his first name and then they decided eh, we don't like stacy's first name anyway so we're just gonna change it later
1: well and it's like um uh bruce campbell and the evil dead they always just call him ash but yeah does the-
0: he have a last name
1: um, I don't know if he is ever credited with a last name, but uh, his full first name is Ashley.
0: Right, yeah,
1: um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, not, but that's very rarely said. I actually haven't watched the Evil Dead series. Um, I keep meaning to, like, sit down and watch it. Because from what I hear, it's actually really funny. Yeah. Um, I only uh,
0: watched the first episode, but I really enjoyed it. It has, it's definitely the right, like, Sam Raimi vibe to it.
1: Awesome i i need to watch it
0: yeah and they just brought xena on for season two.
1: Oh man that's because and that's, that's another sam raimi yeah
0: project. exactly i mean and, and he was on that show with her too because he was jockster yeah. or whatever oh uh,
1: no no well jockster or, no, was no, ted was... raimi he was right. the he was yeah right The king of thieves and,
0: and then he got yeah his his uh jack of all trades show
1: yeah it's it's so weird to think of like Sam Raimi like cuz we i always think of him as a film director but like the 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 few tv shows that were so impactful like Hercules and Xena i mean those were yeah epic 90s shows
0: and they led to a lot of the blockbusters that are coming out now i mean that's where kurtzman and Orky got their start was writing for xena
1: yeah and like just the people on it like uh uh carl urban you know like yeah, who yeah. who i love i love Carl urban uh, Which is yeah. funny
0: because they they used him again in their Star Trek stuff.
1: Exactly, exactly. Yeah, because uh, he was both Cupid for like one or two episodes of Hercules and Xena, but he played Caesar, uh, who was like, uh, like they brought they brought Julius Caesar into the show, and uh, and that was a pretty crazy uh, uh, episodes of Xena with Julius yeah. Caesar involved. Um, but anyway, Hercules and Xena, I don't know, are those on Netflix? They should be. Um, Oh,
0: they should be, yeah.
1: um, So, MacGyver and Merlin and Cecilia are reading the message when Morgana slams the cell door on them. Right. And now they are trapped. Yeah. Um, And uh, now she says that they're all going to be victims of her weapon eventually, uh, but first she's going to test fire it. Right. Um, So, MacGyver's plan uh, is pretty far-fetched, but... I I don't know. Um, he starts asking for Merlin and uh, to cut up his uh, robe into strips. Yeah. And he asks Cecilia for quills from her dress because apparently right. her dress has quills.
0: Yeah, I I don't understand why it would and why it would have so many of them, but it does. Yeah.
1: And uh, she also he also asks though for her silk, which she is immediately like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> um. Very much in the Barry Munchausen. Kindly be so good to remove your knickers.
0: <laughs> yeah. He makes a hot air balloon of underwear. <laughs>
1: um, so Morgana's working on her gun, and she, uh, she does a couple of test fires, because she's now discovered the perfect gunpowder combination. Right. Um, Mac uh, is taking other pieces of cloth to build a kite. Uh, and uh, he also is... Combining some of Merlin's chemicals, uh vitriol and zinc, to create a hydrogen reaction. Uh, right. which he he uses uh, he uses Merlin's wine bladder uh, to to fill it with hydrogen to make it look a little bit of a balloon.
0: Yeah, it turns out it's a good thing that he was drinking all that wine or else he'd yeah. have to dump it out here.
1: Red red wine. <laughs> uh, it's literally the only part of that song that I know. Uh stay close to me. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. See? We got a we got a we got a bright future ahead of us. Tandeming songs.
0: Do you, doing UB40 covers.
1: Yeah. Is that is that who sings that? <laughs> oh I have no idea. I think so. But in tandem, like we keep yeah. like just like taking yeah, no. up. You say pieces.
0: the the four words that are in the title and then I say <laughs> the rest of the song.
1: <laughs> uh so, MacGyver's plan is to lift the kite up through one of the windows that's in the tower and then hopefully catch one of these lightning bolts that's continually striking around the castle. Yeah. Um, to come down this robe strip, blow open the lock to the cell, and then continue down into the lab and blow up the lab. Right. This is what he expects to happen from this lightning bolt strike.
0: I'm surprised that the, the strips of the robe conduct the electricity as well as they're supposed to.
1: Well, he soaks them in water, but even then, I think they would have dried before. Yeah. But, and plus, I think the, the weight of all that water wouldn't have been able to be supported by that kite.
0: That's probably true too.
1: Because like the the robe, wet wet fabric is heavy. Yeah. Um, especially when you have like, you know, fifty feet of it.
0: Yeah. Um but luckily there's a hell of a breeze coming through this room yeah, they were yeah, able it's to throw the windy. kite the whole way up and straight out the window.
1: So Morgana has uh the the uh, recently knocked out guard, uh Francis, uh select an iron ball for her. Right. Uh, yeah, go 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 select one. Your your favorite one in fact.
0: Yeah, you can have whichever one you want. And I want your bicycle, Pee Wee. <laughs>
1: Uh, she uh, loads the uh, ball into her makeshift gun and then has him stand in front of it, like, smiling, uh, like, ready, ready, as if he's getting his picture taken. Yeah. And she fires it, and it immediately kills him. Yeah. But I really think that this primitive form of gunpowder, uh, this very open barrel gun that she doesn't quite know how to direct, she wouldn't have known how to direct yeah. the force yet because it, it opens up like a blunderbuss like with a horn yeah um and the guy's chainmail and the lead ball being kind of soft I, I I think it would have hurt him but unless it hit him in the head yeah um, or in the throat or something I, I really don't think a chest shot I don't even think it would have at the most it would have shattered a bone yeah. but I don't and even think as it late
0: would... as like the 1700s like a duel was a very inaccurate way for someone to try and kill another person. Like, more often than not, the guns would misfire, and when they did fire, they would very rarely produce a lethal hit. Yeah. And then when they started to get more accurate, it's when people stopped challenging (laughs) each other to duels.
1: This is pretty much a death sentence for both of us, because we'll just shoot at the same time.
0: It's like if, all right, I owe you a punch in the arm, suddenly became fatal, then we'd stop doing that.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh so Morgana is very pleased and she has the other guard load another gun for her and she just says, put some of this, this, and this in there. And so the guard's just like, whatever. Uh, sure.
0: How could this possibly backfire? Oh wait, I just watched the other guard get killed.
1: Uh he just piles like the powders into the gun. He's like, I guess yeah. that's good enough. Um so when Morgana and the other guard head upstairs, they see the kite string and they're kinda and she's kinda like what's this? And MacGyver basically tries to warn her, but uh, it's too late because the lightning bolt strikes the kite, yeah. comes down, blows open the lock, and then continues down into the lab and starts igniting all the gunpowder. Um, and this is where we forget the, the best bit of acting from Morgana. Right. When she just screams out like, my research. Yeah. She is horribly upset. Um, her voice, like, even does that kind of grady, like, like high pitch, like, yeah, like kind of cracks. screaming,
2: yeah. Uh,
1: so, uh, uh, she unfortunately had fired when the lightning bolt struck, so her yeah. gun is empty. So she's forced to grab the gun from the other guard, but just then another lightning bolt comes down, right, and knocks her off her feet and maybe kills her.
0: Yeah, the mechanics of the set piece are very similar to what happened to... Um, was it Christopher Neem in yeah. Holy Rose? Where the first shot from the laser blows open the door, and then the second shot, which is activated by just Mother Nature, yeah. ends up killing the villain. And right. that's when Morgana gets zapped. But not necessarily to death here.
1: Yeah, and I think the first impact would have destroyed the kite. Yeah. Um, but... Lo and behold, it still flies. It flies Pretty even well to made. this day, I hear.
0: Yeah. It's like that light bulb in that firehouse in San Francisco. It's just yeah. been running for centuries. Is
1: that a true thing?
0: Yeah. Uh, there's like a, a light bulb that's been on since they had power in the neighborhood.
1: Crazy. Man, I, they just don't make them like they used to.
0: Yeah, exactly. It just <laughs> goes to show you that. Companies realized that if they kept making light bulbs like that, that no one would ever buy a second light bulb. So you now light bulbs are crap. Yeah. If right. I can find the story, I'll post a link to it in nice. the show notes. Also, I'm never,
1: yeah, i never, I do not know that story. It's very curious. Yeah.
0: I think it's still running.
1: Uh, <laughs> would, it'd be funny if like edit, California Edison is like, "That's enough. Take that bulb out." Yeah. Uh, you they know. They just well, send
0: goons in to break it in the middle of the night.
1: Yeah. It's actually a very energy inefficient bulb. It's like draining yeah. half the city. Yeah. Uh um MacGyver, Merlin and Cecilia make a run for it, but Merlin really wants to grab Morgana's journal, but of course MacGyver can't let him have such knowledge, uh yeah. especially the knowledge of gunpowder. Uh so he pushes Merlin out of the way just as Morgana recovers with her gun and uh she takes aim and fires the last remaining uh, gun and shoots MacGyver right in the head.
0: Yeah. And, and it's actually kind of a graphic shot in yeah. that you see the bullet sticking out of his forehead, like.
1: Yeah, just like He's been in shot the head.
0: in the head before on this show, but we usually yeah. don't see the actual bullet sticking out of his skull.
1: And, and, and the recoil causes her to fly backwards into the uh, flaming laboratory, which then explodes. Right. Yeah. So she's definitely dead now. And so when MacGyver, she's falls been to,
0: impregnated with gunpowder, as they yeah.
1: say. Yeah. Oh yes, impregnated. That's a good. It's a good another you know, another classic <laughs> Holy Rose reference. Yes. Uh, when MacGyver wakes up from his deadly bullet wound, he's back in the real world.
0: Yay! Uh, well, he was in the real world before, just a long time ago.
1: Yeah. Right. No.
0: He's back in present day.
1: Present day, maybe London, yeah. but probably not, because. Time Winters is there.
0: Yeah, Time uh, Winters, who this whole episode has been playing Merlin, is now an EMT shining yeah. a light in his eye and uh, um, clipping Cecil- a little Band-Aid on his forehead.
1: Yeah, uh, Cecilia and Galahad, Galahad. this is Galahad's only appearance, um, right. are the bride and groom, of which we only saw the groom in the first episode that MacGyver right. pushes that out of the way.
0: And we only uh, saw the bride in the second half.
1: Yeah. And then when MacGyver is being tended to by the EMT of Time Winners, he notices that Time Winners has the, has a Swiss Army knife, which we didn't mention, but MacGyver gives Merlin his Swiss Army knife as like a thank you. Right. uh, While they're in the cell.
0: And he's like, oh my God.
1: It's like, it's real. Amazing. Thank you so much. And then when MacGyver looks into his pocket, we get another Serenity type ending where the King's amulet, uh, undamaged, I might add, from the dog whistle portion is in his pocket. So it's pretty obvious that he stole it from Dr. Irwin Malcolm. Right. Uh, amongst his trinkets as a payback for, like, can't believe I paid for this crappy genealogy thing. I already know my name. <laughs> 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 uh, because it makes no sense for him to have it.
0: Yeah. Um, and yet he does. Yeah. And I still think that the show should have spent the last season just being like, oh, MacGyver has a has a millennia's old uh, tool from King Arthur that he can reliably prove is from that time period via carbon dating. Yeah. So he sold it at Antiques Roadshow and spends the rest of the show as like a millionaire. It's like the last season of Roseanne.
1: Yeah, but here's the thing, though. You wouldn't have been able to carbon date it if it traversed time with him.
0: Well, if- we don't know how it got here.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Right? I mean, if especially if he stole it from <laughs> Malcolm's yeah.
1: office. Yeah. Um, I really am. A, I, I think the the many shortcomings of this episode, um, right. but uh, we don't get the button with Arthur or Galahad being reunited with Cecilia. Yeah. Um, or Merlin, even Merlin, like saying MacGyver, I was wrong about you. You're you're a good man after all. Um, yeah. And and we certain like and we certainly don't get like any of that and. Or the MacGyver name being cleared.
0: Yeah, the the thing I think is the, the biggest weakness of the episode is that the name really doesn't play into the story at all. Yeah. Because MacGyver gets shot in the head before they can even try and find the son. Yeah. And presumably they would have been able to track down this guy's son either way. It, it just seemed like a lazy way to loop in what the what the kid's name was. And right. for for Malcolm to point out, Oh well there were two Ians in the in the family tree right. and both of them had sons that had the same name as you. It's like why bring up that other guy? Like yeah. just bring up the one guy and say that he had a son that had the same name as you. And especially because MacGyver's dad is named James. He's not named Ian, so like the pattern already ended before yeah, we exactly. got to this other guy. It doesn't make any sense to even bring it up.
1: Yeah, they should they should have had Ian be called James. Yeah. And
0: but I think yeah. it would have been more interesting if, it was, if the fact that the kid's name was Angus actually played into the plot in some way. Right. Other and than just it, to satisfy his curiosity, which in the first half, it seemed like he didn't even care.
1: And, and this episode is so drawn out that they could have trimmed it down and put in this other stuff. Yeah. To, to make it a little bit more interesting.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Because um, I cut out the whole dog sequence. Um, yeah. Uh, and that but, whole
0: Morgana thing at the end. Yeah, with yeah. With that yeah. castle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All that Just have it
0: be the first half of the episode.
1: <laughs> um, but I mean, there there was even a chance, like like when MacGyver's dying in the in the castle, like Cecilia could have said, "Don't worry, MacGyver, I'll make sure we clear your family name." Like
0: it'll be legal to say it again.
1: Yeah, like give us something. Yeah. But th- the fact that it was like just revealed to be either well, not obviously it was revealed not to be a dream because he's got the amulet. Right. Um, much like the, the old West ones where he, um, but see what's different is like the old West ones. He knows, he, he doesn't know that he doesn't belong there. Right. When he's in the Western, he reali- he assumes that identity. Right. Um, uh, in, in this life, weird situation, he's aware that he's displaced in time and doesn't belong there. Right. Um, or maybe does, as we discussed in the first episode, that he is...
0: Uh, yeah, that's true. In those other episodes, he's like... He fits into the world.
1: Right. People know who he is. Yeah. Uh, he He's aware of how things work there.
0: Yeah, he has a backstory there, too. Yeah.
1: So it's kind of unusual that way, too. Yeah. I, I really... With this season going so crazy as it is, I wish they would have just gone progressively crazier.
0: Yeah. Like... Because those have been some of our favorite episodes.
1: Yeah, just, just you know, okay, he went back in time to Camelot. Now, go even further.
0: Like, or go forward in time. Have an episode that takes place in the future.
1: Yeah, where, where like, Pete's old, and we don't know what happened to MacGyver, yeah. and, like, has he disappeared? And, yeah, you know, like, so the, long ago. Uh, it's like, do something super, super crazy. If you're going to go yeah. this far, keep it up. Just let the yeah. show end on this note of insanity
0: because people are going to tune in if you just cause it to be like a kamikaze fireball of nonsense yeah like i think it would have been really fun i mean if you already have a guaranteed season you get to shoot it at home you got like a pretty significant budget at this point i think i read somewhere that the episodes were amounting to like a 1.5 million five million dollar per episode budget when they came back to los angeles
1: that's crazy like
0: yeah but then it makes the set piece of like that the trapdoor over the pit of lava make a little bit more sense, because that was yeah. really cool-looking. Yeah. As much as we're giving this episode a lot of guff, that yeah. was and pretty cool-looking.
1: Yeah, and there was, there was a lot of Ren Faire costuming. And there uh, was
0: production value to Morgana's castle.
1: Yeah. I mean...
0: Um, but then the first half of the episode is basically just, yeah, it's a Ren Faire out in Griffith Park.
1: Right, right. Probably brought in a lot of extras from Ren Faire's just yeah. to... Like, bring your costume, you could be on an episode of TV. Yeah. Uh, Also,
0: my brother is going to be running around singing (laughs) socks.
1: Just make him up as you go, it'll be fine.
0: (laughs) No one's going to listen.
1: Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, again, the last couple episodes, for a two-parter, for this epic reveal of MacGyver's first name, uh, it was pretty lame.
0: Yeah. And unintegral to the story.
1: Yeah. But that's it. I mean, like yeah. really...
0: I think that's, yeah, that's everything for Goodnight MacGyver. Um, if you guys have any thoughts you'd like to share with us on Goodnight MacGyver Part 2, you can find us on Twitter at Opening Gambit. You can find us at facebook.com slash Podcast or our website phoenixfoundationpodcast.com and if you're digging the show, feel free to review us on iTunes. Tune in next week we're going to be covering season seven, episode nine, "Deadly Silence." Yeah, we get Henry Gibson back. That's right. Playing kind of Charlie Chaplin-ish character.
1: Yeah, well, I would say more Buster Keaton.
0: How old was how How long did Buster Keaton live?
1: Um, he lived for a while. I mean, uh, quite a while, I think.
0: I just i. It, look to me like they went with henry gibson because he yeah he's definitely you're right the some of the stunts are buster keaton stunts yeah but uh but 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 the way he walks around looks like charlie chaplin and and he kind of reminds me of charlie chaplin in his later years like in the 70s yeah
1: that's true Uh, yeah because like yeah he died in the 70s right
0: yeah but um but yeah we'll get more into that next week yeah and thank you for listening
1: thank you